Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I live in a bubble. I live in a bubble of my own choosing. And it isn't exactly the bubble that I grew up in physically. It's got a little bit more elbow room and space. But it is suburbia. And it was my choice as a young woman of 29 when I moved to this beautiful town of Westport, Connecticut, which I adore. And the bubble that I chose to live in is a bubble that had me surrounded by people that I felt were of like-minded values, cared an awful lot about the beauty of their living environment, and really were involved in a literal way, as well as metaphorical, in grassroots democracy. I got here, and at the age of 29, I got on the Planning and Zoning Commission. Then I was elected to the Zoning Board of Appeals for four years. Uh, and then after taking a break and moving towards radio, came back and got elected four times to be our local probate judge. So there's an awful lot about civic duty and public service that I have embraced. And I really believe that a lot of it is due to the unique character of living in Westport, Connecticut. I love my bubble. And I, have, and I think that all of us, in order to get up in the morning and do our thing, we have to have our own bubble. We have to be creating this illusion every single day that our routine is a safe one, that when we get up and brush our teeth and get out and go in the morning and get into our cars and wherever we're going, that we're going to arrive there safely and that the people in our world largely will stay untouched. And I have to tell you, this is the time of the Jewish New Year. So Rosh Hashanah began last weekend and it will culminate on Monday night with the ending of the Day of Atonement and the blowing of the shofar and it will be the last chance that we have as Jews to pray that our life will be sealed in the book of life for one more year of health and happiness and all the good things that come with that for ourselves and our loved ones. And it is a fervent time where we are told that the three elements of that kind of attainment of atonement in God's eyes is uh, tzedakah, teshuva, tefillah, charity, repentance, and prayer. But I got to tell you, there have been some cracks in the bubble this year, and the cracks are invading my psyche. You know, I get on the air every single day, and I report the news, 
And for a long time, I tried to not, I tried to not report crime terribly much. I didn't want to. I wanted my show to be about two hours of a little bit of respite. Politics, sure, but crime, not so much, unless it was something that I really couldn't avoid and felt passionate about. Those kind of crimes typically tend to be crimes where women are victims. I feel an identity, particularly with suburban women, that are victims of domestic violence and those kinds of horrible crimes. But let me just tell you why my bubble is cracking a little bit, and maybe you can relate. I think it started with walking on the Broadway, walking on the streets of Broadway on a Friday night within the last year. Joanna and I were, we had gotten out in the winter at 10 p.m., which on 51st Street and Broadway, in which the lights were lit up like a Christmas tree. In other words, it might as well have been daylight in any other part of the world, 10 o'clock p.m. on a Friday night on Broadway in New York. And I am walking with my daughter. She's crooked in my left arm. We are arm in arm. And I am walking so that my right hand is to the storefront. And out of nowhere, a tall, young woman bolts out of the recesses of the sidewalk storefront and jumps up and says to Joanna, you don't look at me that way, and scratches her eye, goes for her eye. I scream, I scream, I scream, scream. I make eye contact with the woman so that she thinks that she is looking at a crazy person. She takes a look at me and runs off. And Joanna says, Mommy, I'm okay. Thank God she didn't have any nails or I'd have no cornea. We go into the first hotel lobby we can find. We call the police. The police, who might have been a total age of 22 between them, so young that it made me scared and sad. They tell us that it's harassment. I said, excuse me, do you know who you're talking to? It's not harassment. I know assault when I see it, but I'm really not interested in pursuing this. And anyway, don't you care that somebody is attacking strangers and tourists on Broadway? And they take some information. They walk away. We never hear from them again, nor do we expect to. But that was the first crack in the bubble. Happened a few months ago. I just heard this week that a very dear friend of mine, somebody that I really consider a dear friend, has not told me, but back in March, her daughter was raped in the parking lot, in a grocery store parking lot in Stanford, by two men, raped by two men, her daughter, 18 years old, 19 years old, and since then, the mother couldn't eat. She's lost many, many pounds. The daughter couldn't eat. She's lost many, many pounds. They try and pretend that life is okay, and it is fundamentally not, and will not be, maybe ever, certainly for a very long time. The case is being prosecuted. The two people who are illegal are here illegally from a South American country. And when last heard, the judge was going to offer one of the assailants four years in jail after which he would come out. And the only reason I know about this now, so many months later, is I happened to call my friend to catch up about something else, and she told me, and she hasn't been telling too many people. 
And that brought me to refer her to my dear friend, Donna Palumba, who is with Jane Doe No More, who helps women, parents, victims of severe, of any kind of sexual assault. She had no idea I was on the advisory board. Why would she? And I am still reeling from that news about a week ago. Jonathan, my handsome, wonderful son, moved back to Manhattan on the 15th, so less than a week ago. And the first night that he slept there, he heard gunshots at 1 a.m. He said, Ma, it's okay. I was on my terrace, and I'm on the 10th floor, so chances are it's not going to get me. And he's on the Upper West Side. So let's see, daughter, good friend's daughter, maybe my son, almost, and the bubble is cracking. It's cracking. The bubble, the illusion that we get up every morning and everything is going to be okay and the world is going to be safe and it's not going to be filled with people who mean us harm, who want to do us harm. It's cracking. And I'm feeling it. I'm not sure what to do with my feelings. I've always been a person who cares deeply about justice and fairness. I care deeply about it in my professional life and in my personal life. I don't know what to do about this feeling that I have that something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. We can point fingers at a lot of things. I can point fingers at our entire attitude toward people with schizophrenia because I can assure you that the woman who attacked Joanna was psychotic. I can point fingers at the recent legalization of marijuana everywhere because I can assure you that the woman who attacked Joanna was high because the smell of marijuana was pervasively everywhere. But it may not just have been that. That may have exacerbated an underlying psychotic condition. I can tell you that reporting today that the news that Connecticut had changed the law that as of October 1st, police will no longer be able to investigate, they will no longer be able to deceive people in, when they are interrogating them, they will no longer be able to lie to them in order to induce a confession, that made me think twice about whose side are we on not talking about any kind of physical duress, but simply you're not allowed to mislead. You're not allowed to say to a criminal any longer, uh, by the way, I have this evidence. By the way, so-and-so is turning on you. By the way, we, we have this on you already, if the police officer suspects someone does it, because the theory is that that somehow taints the confession afterwards. Oh, and what did I forget to tell you about my bubble? My bubble of beautiful Westport, Connecticut, was invaded with a very big crack when a man driving a very fancy sports car in Aston Martin on a beautiful Sunday pulled into his own garage, was followed by two men who wished him ill, who got out of their cars. They had stolen some BMWs. They pulled out into his garage, pulled him out of his car, are accused of strangling him, trying to choke him along the way. He fought back. And they drove his car away, whereupon they deposited in a chop shop. So far, there have been two arrests. But the second assailant is thus far not caught. It's only Thursday. Maybe by tomorrow we'll have other news. 
That was another big bubble, and that caused a tremendous amount of hand-wringing and agitation in my community, so much so that the chief of police met with over 150 townspeople last night in town hall to try and tell them that they're doing everything they can. But they can't do everything they would like because we've changed the laws and no longer can police decide whether or not to pursue somebody on the road if someone has stolen a car red-handed. The police in Connecticut cannot do that. We've made the decision as a society that the risk of the chase outweighs the benefit of catching somebody who is stealing property. And so for that small percentage of habitual thieves, they are like, great, it's open season. I can't get caught. Now, obviously, they will get caught, and eventually they do get caught. But they're becoming more brazen about their thefts. They're willing to do more and more things, including violent crime. So crack, 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 crack. Not breaking yet, but the bubble is cracking. Street crime, rapes, muggings, car thefts, gunshots. I'm not happy. I'm reflecting about this year in the past and the year to come with fervent prayers that my own sins will be forgiven, that my family will stay safe and happy, alive and well. And when I say family, I mean my friends, my dear ones, the people in my world that I love as family. But no, I'm not happy that my bubble is cracking. I like my bubble. I bet you like your bubble too. I'm Lisa Wexler. Happy New Year. I mean that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.